everyone! Welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we are talking about episode 409, Dad Loves Sherry, The Boys Just Wine. Not true. We know the boys love Sherry. <laughs> yes, but Sherry they don't Baby. love There's Sherry. There's that, that song, that uh-huh. Sherry Baby song. Yes, there is. I'm sure they're huge fans of that. Well, they're not. <laughs> Martin uh, definitely likes that song. I'm sure. I'm sure Martin loves that song. I actually think this is an incredibly clever title. I do too. Yeah, I really like this it, title. It's also such a thing that, you know, dads love saying. <laughs> it is. Yeah, can I have some cheese with that wine? <laughs> I'm like, shut up, dad. You're the reason I'm whining. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yep. So. Insensitive. Also, <laughs> I would like some cheese and I would stop whining if I had some. <laughs> I would be distracted by chatter. <laughs> it's a good way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Before we jump into the episode. Oh. What? I was going to also say before we jump in the episode. Okay, what were you going to say? I before? was going to say something about how this um, little skyline had a hot air balloon, and oh. I was all about it. <laughs> and I don't think it's the first time they had a hot air balloon. I don't think I so. I think it's been like the 17th time they've <laughs> had a hot air balloon. But I wanted to mention it this time uh-huh. because I liked it. I know, right. I think one of the last episodes had a helicopter. It did, yes. And I feel like we should talk about this more. <laughs> we could, we could. I feel like they've started doing more of this. I don't think there was as much at the beginning. They did lights. Yeah. The lights came on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think they're doing more with it these like later seasons. Later yeah, it's seasons. getting a little creative. <laughs> season four. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what were you gonna say? All right, so I was just gonna say that uh, before we really jump into the episode, we do have a, a bit of an announcement. Uh, some things have come up, uh, but that's it, gonna come up later, like at the end of the episode. Oh, what a tease! <laughs> yeah, so You're teasing you know. it for the for the end, you gotta listen all the way through, or just fast forward. <laughs> you could do that. I recommend listening to the whole episode because it's going to be fun. It is gonna be fun, and you never know. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe it'll be in the middle of the episode. Whoa! Uh, yeah, you never know. You know, maybe you shouldn't just come out and be like, "Yo, I'm Dave. I'm a liar." <laughs> that's not usually what you want to advertise about uh-huh. yourself. That's true. I also find it amusing that uh, this episode called, is called Dad Loves Sherry, The Boys Just Wine, because we're drinking wine. We are drinking right wine. Ni- right, 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 wow. right, 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 right round. Right round, baby, right round. Yes, like Maybe. a record. Yes. Do you think that um, the Crane Boys collect records? No. Because I don't see any records. In their house. How can they not have a record player? At one point they, like, Because I feel like this this is not the kind of pretension they are. Right, right, right. So they've... They would have, like, a boys sound system. Oh, a Bose? That is what I said. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I agree. They would definitely have a top-of-the-line sound system, but I don't think they would collect records. Do you think that they would have... An iPod. I bet this comes hmm. up in later seasons. I... Does it come up in later seasons? I don't know when the first iPod came out. Or the first think. Well, M- no, the, it would have been out before the show ended because the first iPod was like 2001. Okay. So. I just feel like it's a thing that they would be into because it's techie. Techie. I, I feel like yeah. they would be Apple people. Well,. We know they are. Or, okay, I guess we don't know they are. They, they because Frazier's boss had a MacBook. Okay, or PowerBook. 
Whatever it was, it was a MacBook. I think it was a MacBook. So yeah, but that doesn't say anything about Fraser. It doesn't. Right, right, right. I know, but they do have a laptop. You mean Kate? Yeah, yeah, but they do have access to a laptop. I don't know if Fraser. I think it's Niles's laptop, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, it looks like a big rectangle. Right, right. But this is at a time that nobody had laptops, so they're like, I feel like they are technologically ahead of the times enough based on the fact that they can just afford I stuff. feel like they would just like the sleek look yeah of an apple mm-hmm. just because it seems like something they would they're supposed to like right right and I don't think see them as really like computery people like they would have it because they are supposed to have it right yeah. and then they would look up things like wine and cheese and <laughs> oysters and uh-huh. Yelp reviews. Well, I feel like now they would definitely realize... Angie's because, List. They would realize, like, on <laughs> iTunes there's probably some stuff that, like, in, they can get that, like, the, you know, MP3s and things that they can buy that, like, obscure albums that would have been difficult to find of, like, opera things and, you know, things like that. that yeah, I bet, iTunes is known for their I obscure bet it ha- opera. No, I'm sure it's on there, though. Like, it's not known for it because we're not looking for it. But it's on there. Like, you can absolutely find it. Sure. Just like you can find this episode of our podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can. You can actually find this in lots of places. You can like find, where? Like uh, iTunes, as we mentioned, but also Stitcher, Podbay, Google Play Music, um, uh, other places, I'm sure. Uh, that I'm... Wherever fine podcasts are... <laughs> uploaded that's correct um, and maybe not so fine uh podcast republic uh beyond pod maybe don't I mean, say a... not so when i say not so fine don't mention no, 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 another podcast no. company I, I wasn't saying that like that i just was i independently of you saying that remembered another mm-hmm. place where you could find it mm-hmm. <laughs> dave has big opinions <laughs> He doesn't. It was just poorly timed on his part, and he apologized. Yeah. And you know what we're not apologizing for? Kathy Nervosa. <laughs> yes. We're going to uh, finally jump into the episode. So, this is interesting, because Maureen's back. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't seen her since... I did not even know. Okay, so this, I feel like we're seeing more... This is coming out. Okay, so we live in a world where... you. You think everyone's living a grand old life because you just think they're doing all these cool things because of Instagram. Right, right. Or, like, Facebook. Right. But you don't, like, show yourself, like, sobbing uncontrollably, like, in the shower. <laughs> right. That You could do that every morning. That could be part of your morning routine. <laughs> but you're not putting that part. You're going right. to put your, like, latte from the cafe. <laughs> right. Or you're going to put, you know, cute puppies that you saw outside. Uh-huh. It's not even your puppy, but you're just like, that's cute. Yep. Snappity snap snap. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then, but, so, like, it makes sense to me that Martin's been going out with Maureen this whole time. We just don't know about it. I, how is that connected to Instagram? Because you're not, you don't see every aspect of what's going on with Fraser and uh, Niles. So, you don't see everything. That's why, right. like, you know, we're confused about Daphne still dating Joe. Right. Because we don't see every date with Joe. Right. I think this might also have to do with the fact that, like, I feel like in the earlier seasons, they weren't trying quite as hard on the, like, plot continuity stuff. And it might be that they're trying to wrap up stuff that they never intended to last a a super long time so that they can start making plots that actually do last. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like, okay, they wrote Martin dating Maureen, but, like... 
now we need a way to trigger this storyline. So, like, we I never addressed like, it again. I didn't so. feel like they needed to actually end this Maureen thing. But I'm glad that they kind of did. Uh-huh. Because it paints Martin as a terrible person. It does. But I, we're not there yet. Right. And also, I think it, it wasn't... You're right. It wasn't necess- <laughs> necessary to wrap up the Maureen thing. But it gives a way to lead into the plot I agree. I agree. That's kind of what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. We see Freezer talking to Maureen. And then Niles, Niles walks in. Yeah. And they just kind of say hi casually. Yeah. Like it's no big deal. Which tells me this been, is a legit, like, established dating thing. Yeah. They've thing. been dating like, for a while. Yeah. So then... I love this. Roz is going to buy Niles a drink yeah, here. Which is incredible. Yeah, they're so friendly. She, He recognizes her, like, yeah. right away. Right. I, and and I love this. Her. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice, it's devil, It's a shift. So here. we find out that, uh-huh. <laughs> that Roz is taking tennis lessons, uh-huh. which I love. Months ago. Months Month. ago. Yeah. And, you know, Niles keeps trying to guess. Yeah, why she's having... Because the thing is, she pays for his drink because he's having. she's having a great day. Yes. And he's trying to guess why she's having a great day and what it has to do with this like, month-old tennis lesson. Like, she's doing well to tennis, but uh-huh. nope. Nope. Um, you know, that she hooked up with her tennis instructor. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's an important thing that I think is a, a, mm-hmm. relates to what we were just saying about the shift in their relationship. He doesn't guess that she hooked up with the tennis instructor. He guesses that the tennis instructor has, like, won over her girlish heart. Oh, yes. Which I think is a very important shift in tone for I the agree. way he talks. I agree, but I feel like that shift could just go back anyway. Oh, I'm sure it can, and I'm sure it will, but I'm just saying it's a real, I think it really says a lot mm-hmm. in this moment that yeah, I that's agree. his guess. I agree, but then we find out the real reason is that she had hurt her toenail. Mm-hmm. Her toe. Yeah. She stubbed it, and it had been all black and disgusting, uh-huh. and it finally fell off. <laughs> Yay! And revealed, I don't know, a healthy toenail underneath, a t- t- toenailless toe. <laughs> I, I would have to guess. Anyway, she healthy... can wear sandals yeah. again. Yeah. I don't really want to think too much about the logistics of this specific thing because this kind of stuff makes me a little queasy. But yeah, she can wear sandals again, so I'm assuming it's just a nice, healthy toenail that is has grown in. As opposed to like an evil, gnarly toenail, <laughs> right. just like. Right. I don't know why it would be growling. That's really <laughs> evil. That's a really evil toenail. That's horrible. That's horrible. Uh, you definitely you can never wear sandals if that's what's happening because it might attack somebody. It's true. You gotta like put a muzzle on you, you it. Gotta, yeah, yeah. Gotta tie that up. Tie that up. Um, so, so then like we see this sort of very somber moment between Fraser and Maureen, and Maureen mm-hmm. leaves. But like Niles basically just says like Niles doesn't seems completely oblivious to it because he just wants to make an announcement. He's got a big mm-hmm. announcement. Well, Fraser also wants to make an announcement, right, right. but Niles' announcement is clearly more important. Yeah, he says so. It's more important because he says so. So, because he he just won the Marriott Fassbender Award for a distinguished contribution to the literature of psychiatry. <laughs> yes. Quite the tongue twister I was going to say, I'm waiting for the Marriott Fassbender Award for the distinguished contribution to the brevity of titles. Uh, uh, because I'm trying to wonder. I'm wondering if like the letters stand for something. MFA. Mm-hmm. DCLP. Yeah, the emphatical. That's it. Yep, just rolls right off the tongue. Right off the tongue. It's as you know that award. Everyone knows about the fasces. 
<laughs> so, you know, they don't. Um, but yeah, I, I did like, I liked, I really liked this line. Because he, he won this for mm-hmm. his case history mm-hmm. on a narcissistic opera singer. Yep. He called it Me, 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 Me. So clever. That's really good. I really I'm like, like, uh, Frazier says that it's yeah, clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so basically, like, here we find Nas is kind of nervous. He's got this banquet coming up for, to accept the award. May I, may I inject yeah, yeah, absolutely. a personal, uh, sideline? Yeah, yeah. Here, it's funny because I just bought a psychiatry, psychology, psychology today. Yeah. Uh, maybe because I watched Frasier and now <laughs> I'm very interested in this. Yeah. Um, but the uh, magazine, it's talking about the narcissist on there. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And um, the cashier was all like, oh, you know, will they ever stop talking about the millennials being narcissists? <laughs> yeah. One, I have not read the article yet. Right, that right, is right. why I'm buying the magazine. I right. don't just stand there and read it. <laughs> right. But um, I have no idea if it has something to do with millennials at all. Yeah. It doesn't specifically say anything on the cover it about doesn't. millennials. It totally doesn't. I think it's just, so the cover, I'm looking at it right now, is a young woman taking a picture of herself with her cell phone. And I think that's where you assume it's mm-hmm. about millennials because I feel like a young woman taking a picture of herself with her cell phone is the like stereotypical picture people get in their heads when they hear the word millennial. Oh, people taking selfies? Yeah. Well, I take selfies all the freaking time. Selfies is self-care, I say. <laughs> and that makes me feel good to take a selfie. By the way, uh, I just said twice... Taking a picture of herself with her cell phone, which means I'm the oldest person alive. Because I didn't it's see It's weird because I'm older than you are. <laughs> um, so I like, it's called The Narcissist. It's not always who you think, plus the connection to depression. And I don't know, I can't tell if that's the same article. I think it is. It's talking I about narcissism yeah. and depression. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, I think that was interesting that he just wrote this case history on a narcissist. And right. I just bought this magazine. Right. About a narcissist, uh-huh. not written by Niall Crane, as far as I know. <laughs> right, right. But you, you, you really never know these days. That is true. You haven't read it yet. I haven't read it. So I it could be. didn't even read the blurb about who wrote the article yet. <laughs> Actually, I did, and it wasn't him. Oh, you're supposed to like just play with. Oh, like, oh, along sh- the story. and just delete that part. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I definitely will. Dave, delete that. Just in editing later, <laughs> cut that out. Anyway, so Niles is nervous because he's got the banquet where he's going to get the award. Yes. And Martin's coming and he wants Martin to be there, but doesn't want them quite want the same stories that Martin was telling at Aunt Vi's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because uh, I really like this. He doesn't want a table of trained psychiatrists hearing the story of Sheldon, his imaginary protege. Um, love that. Wow. <laughs> What? Did you have imaginary friends? I had one imaginary friend. I had multiple imaginary friends. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I kind of actually wonder if you're more inclined to have imaginary friends if you're an introvert. Mm-hmm. Or like an, a, lot, a lot of times I hear this like if you're an only child. Mm-hmm. I am definitely an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my sister is seven years younger than, than me. So, you know, like I spend a lot of... You know, like, I was seven when she was born, so it's like, I spent a lot of time as a child by myself. Right, right. So I, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Did you, um, you don't have the psychology today about, uh, imaginary friends, so I, I don't, don't, I don't know if it's, 
related. I don't know if it's related either, but yeah. I'm sure it's been studied. <laughs> I'm sure it has. I know, like, there was kind of a thing, like, you're not supposed to have imaginary friends and this whole yeah. thing. And I don't know if that's true. Like, I feel like that was a thing in the 80s, like... Yeah, I, I feel like it was just, like, a movie plot thing. Yeah, I feel like it was, it was like, a movie plot. It started becoming a thing where people assume... It, it was Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't think it was only Drop Dead Fred, but it was basically, like, only in movies where the imaginary friend was real was it a thing where kids weren't supposed to have imaginary friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it, if it was a real person who could actually do stuff... Mm-hmm. Then like, but no one else could see the right, right, right. Then suddenly it was a plot point that it's weird that kids have imaginary friends, whereas like it's just a thing, like it's fine, like yeah. I mean, I just feel like my imaginary friends were like I had an imaginary twin sister, her name is <laughs> Tiffany, uh-huh. and then I had Tori and Karen. This is how eighties I am. <laughs> and then I had it's Tiffany, Tori, and Karen. Yeah, and then yeah. I had. And they were named after cool girls at school. <laughs> I was just like, I love those names. Uh-huh. I really wanted my name to be Tiffany when I was uh-huh. little. And I was sad that my parents could give me the name Diana. Like when <laughs> Tiffany was obviously the coolest name you could possibly have. I want to tell you, Tiffany at school had crimped hair all the time. And she was <laughs> so cool. And um, yeah, and I had an imaginary boyfriend. He was a pizza delivery boy. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's a boy. Like, Are... in my imaginary world, like, I was a teenager. I feel but... like I was a teenager. All my imaginary friends were teenagers. So, hold on. Are you sure this is your life and not just the movie Inside Out? Because that girl definitely had infinite uh, imaginary boyfriends that were pizza delivery boys. What movie Inside Out? The oh. Pixar movie with the oh like, oh oh, oh with the fi- oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, she had an imaginary boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <pizza> oh <laughs> wow, the movie stole my life. They and found my blog. Ho- she was super into hockey. Uh. <laughs> they found my blog. That's it. Can only I be mean, explained. They found my blog that I wrote in two thousand one. I mean, I her version life. of Joy was a blue-haired lady with like short, like little poof. Hair, hair. You mean a calic? Yeah. I'm and like saying. I'm, I'm saying her sadness is just me. <laughs> sadness is me. <clears throat> this is getting crazy. Anyways, it's a really bad time to exclude Martin from the ceremony because Maureen's gonna break up with Martin. Yeah. And and, and it's, it's his boy boyfriend. And birthday. And <laughs> it's and we're finding out that Martin has a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And it's his birthday. <laughs> So, wow. I don't know why I said boyfriend. Because we were just talking about boyfriends. Yes. Um, but, okay, here's the interesting thing about the fact that it's Martin's birthday. Mm-hmm. It was Martin's birthday in the first and second season finales, which came out in May. Mm-hmm. This episode came out in January. Suddenly it's Martin's birthday again. Yep. Like, now his birthday is just in January. Yeah. Because the thing is, this show follows... We don't know! Ho- I'm saying... Holidays, holiday oh, episodes follow the right, right timeline. You're right. And the fact that at the end of every year is the end of his first year in Seattle. So, right. like, it follows the timeline. The idea is he hmm, moved there in May. That is strange. Yeah. So, like, it, or it's not exact, but it's definitely close. It usually follows a particular time frame. Yeah, that's 
That's curious. Yeah. Curious. Especially if later in the season there's a single episode that fits into, like, the, where the holiday is. Hmm. I don't know if there is, but if there is one, then, like, they've just moved Martin's birthday to be convenient to the plot. But yeah, I just thought that was an interesting thing that they, like, have, have shifted Martin's birthday to suddenly in January because apparently, probably because nobody was ever meant to pay this much attention to the timeline. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Probably they were. Yeah. And uh, it's been us. They knew all along because they are, like, the Bill and Ted... Uh, and they knew exactly what was going to happen. They went back and created this show so that we could make the podcast that would someday lead us to rule, lead to us ruling the world in a, in peace and harmony and Frasier. air guitars and Frasier. Um, wow! Wait, I'm so- I'm listening to Wild Stallions. <laughs> beautiful (laughs) all right so now we are here we are in fraser's apartment Mm -hmm. oh wait wait i'm sorry there was one more thing okay one more thing thing quick make it quick that i think leads into what we were saying about martin not really being very nice in this episode is it seems like the main reason he liked dating maureen according to niles is like that or was it Fraser that said it? It doesn't really matter. Is that between her police badge and his handicap sticker, they could park anywhere. And, like, I know he cares a lot about parking, but, like, you don't date somebody for this long. I think that was just a extra bonus. Sure. It just... It was a joke. Right. But the thing is, it's just something about the way, um, the way it's worded, where it's like, he liked dating her. Which means it's, it sounds like... Not he liked her, but he liked sort of the experience Doesn't of dating her. Doesn't everyone just like the idea of a person instead of the actual person? Well, I think I'm learning something right now about you. But no, I actually generally like somebody if I'm in a relationship with them. I don't just like the experience of things that I do because I'm like what I get out of dating them. No, I don't, I'm not saying I like what I get out of dating them. I'm <laughs> saying I like an imaginary aspect that may or may not actually be happening. <laughs> I see. I see. Interesting. I mean, I really liked those imaginary pizzas I was getting all the time. <laughs> they were delicious. Uh, we've got one coming. Like, it's it's time to get here right at the, as we finish recording. Really? Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I perfectly I timed it. I don't know how you timed that. Did you? I scheduled it on Grubhub. You can schedule, like, when you want it to be delivered. Your imaginary pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway. We better we better get going, then. This episode brought to you by Grubhub. No, we don't have to get going. I know when it's going to end. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And I'll... Dave is not only my imaginary boyfriend, but my real boyfriend <laughs> right. who makes imaginary orders on Grubhub. Right, no, I make real orders on imaginary Grubhub to be delivered by your imaginary pizza delivery boyfriend. This is very confusing. I know. But... I'm going to tell you right now that I've been broken up with my imaginary boyfriend for a while, so I don't really want to see him. He's trying to imaginary get back together with you. Really? So he's going to deliver imaginary heart pizza? Yes. Um, he also imaginary owns his own imaginary chain now. 
Wow, he's, he's really, done a lot for himself since I've known him, you know, since I've been like nine. Yeah, he really put his imaginary life together. That is great for him. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear this. Okay, well. So. Stay tuned for the end of this episode <laughs> where we'll see what this pizza looks like. Um, so now we're in apartment. Frazier just polishing one of his statues in, in his bathrobe like you do <laughs> like just people do they stand around in their in their dining area polishing their statue in a bathrobe look sometimes you're passing through in your robe and uh-huh. it's not like he's naked he's got like his <laughs> jammies on i know I, I know his silk jammies i know i feel like i could not wear silk jammies and uh-huh. i tell you why but though i feel like he has a climate controlled apartment oh absolutely. i would just like sweat in those <laughs> and they would just cling to me yeah i that's kind of what's happening right now i'm just like a sheen of sweat right now in your silk jammies. in my silk jammies it's i mean it's it's toasty in our apartment right now is what i'm saying so he just uh, did a really cool move in mortal Kombat. Yeah, toaster. Okay. Uh, so, so all right, and then I love what happens here. Yes. When Daphne shows up. Yes. Because he basically explains to her that like there's a date going, like, like Martin and Maureen are on a date right now. It's not going well. Maureen's telling him it's gonna be over, and she's immediately like, "So this vision you're getting, uh, like, is it like a tingly v- feeling and a, and, and, and like a picture in your head or a husky voice murmuring in your ear?" And I'm just like, remember when Daphne was psychic? I love like, that they keep bringing this back, yeah. but it's not like like really heavy handed. It's right. just like little mentions yeah, of yeah. it, and I love that they haven't forgotten it. They- right, but like. It just reminds me of the fact that they've 100% got an actual psychic person living in their apartment. And it's But she did, never it doesn't important. always, okay, it doesn't always add up. She doesn't it, always get visions. No, when she gets visions, she doesn't always interpret them correctly, but they're always correct. It, like it she's always sees real visions of the real thing that she just interprets incorrectly, and it's just like it's it will never stop bothering okay. me. So the next thing that Daphne is talking about uh-huh. how is how Joe is getting married. Yeah, yeah. And whoa, so soon! I know it's been like, like months, maybe like a couple months, maybe that. I mean, okay, it was the first. It wasn't even the first episode. No, like, how how many episodes ago was that? It was only, like, four episodes ago, right? Like Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. So, like, so maybe it's been, like... in show airing time, it's maybe been a month. Yeah, but maybe that's been, like, three months. I mean, if we're to believe it's Martin's birthday, it's been, like, seven months. But... Seven months? Okay, because so even if I'm he saying, was dating another woman at the same May, time that he was dating Daphne... Uh-huh. I mean, it still seems, and I'm not saying, like, sometimes you just know. Yeah. But it does seem very soon. Yeah. And also, I realize, so, it's definitely not, like, the show has jumped forward till to May, because everybody's in, like, heavy coats and gloves. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely supposed to be, like, January, which means it's definitely only been maybe two months. Yeah, it's weird. 
But they anyways, were dating longer than Joe's been well, dating. Well, it was on and off. On and off. It was on and off. I okay, know. so, like, so Daphne's upset, which makes sense. Yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. And then so she, like, that takes that bottle of wine. Uh-huh. And Frazier, like, stops her. Right, right, and right. To check what it is and make sure it's not fancy or something. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, yeah, because it seems okay, like. Okay, I want to say, do you think she was milking this just to get this free wine? No. No, okay. because if she was, then the joke would have been she'd grab a bottle, he would take it from her and give her a different bottle. Okay. To say, you can have this one. Because, like, if she, I feel like that would have been the joke. As opposed to she grabs something at random because she's legitimately upset and going to go drink a bottle of wine in her bedroom, which the famous psychiatrist who she lives with is totally fine with as, as like, a grieving mechanism. Um, and, um, like, like, I just feel like the joke would be different. Like, it would be handled slightly differently mm. if she was just trying to steal a Are you saying not to drown your sorrows? I'm saying don't drown your sorrows. I'm saying it's not a good idea to just go well, drink a Well, I mean, I think it's like you can have your one night of drinking and, you know, whatever, right. but... Yeah, you probably, that shouldn't be your long-term solution. Right, right, right. I mean, it's fine if you want to have some drinks, but if you're, like, it's so It's not going to solve your problem. Right, right. And also... But it is going to be delicious. <laughs> it could probably be delicious. But also, she lives with a famous psychiatrist. Who, She's not hel- He's not helping anyone, especially he's himself. the worst. What okay, I, so... How long... Okay, so Maureen and Martin's have been dating for a while yeah she knows he doesn't like indian food she would well apparently well so she assumed so we're in the hallway which uh-huh. as you know is like one of my favorite places where a scene to take place uh-huh. because we just came out of the elevator right of course uh and she's just like well i should have known not to take you there yeah i want to tell you uh-huh. that for some people like the food thing doesn't matter right but i know like when i first met dave mm-hmm I like how you're saying, mm-hmm, like it's not I'm you. I'm saying, mm, when I say, mm-hmm, in, res- <laughs> in response to a story that I obviously know the story. You I'm, don't know I'm, the story. I'm, I'm acting as a as a conduit for the audience who oh. are, like, sort oh, of, like. Oh, a conduit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're listening through me. And oh. so, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I just remember I ordered some sushi mm-hmm. in my dorm room, and I I uh, was vegetarian at the time, so it was vegetarian sushi, and I couldn't eat it all. And I said, so Dave came over, and I was like, oh, do you want to have some of the sushi? And he had never had it before, and so he really liked it. And then we went, we started going to the sushi <laughs> restaurant all the time, and Dave was just, like, trying all uh, the different kinds of sushi. I tried literally every kind that they had over time even like you went away for the summer yeah. and there was still stuff on the menu i hadn't tried yet did and you try tamago yeah i tried like every okay i didn't try a lot of the like specialty ones mm-hmm. just because uh money uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but every one of like the more basic like rolls yeah. that they had i wanted to try every single one because i loved it uh big fan and i like how you said you're a vegetarian at the time which makes it sound past tense, like you are right no, now. No, I like, just, <laughs> I didn't, I haven't been a vegetarian my entire life. Yeah, most people haven't. I mean, some, I knew a girl mm-hmm. in elementary school that was raised vegetarian. Sure, I'm just saying, a lot and of people haven't been vegetarian their entire lives. That's true. But yeah. anyways, I'm just saying, like, 
when you don't have food stuff in common, sometimes mm-hmm. it can be weird. Like, yeah. you don't have to like everything, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, like, sometimes it can be hard to, like, relate to somebody that if you really like a certain food and then the other person you're dating just, like, hates it. Yeah. It can be, like, a, like, kind of, like, a downer for you. Yeah. Because you want to, like, share that experience with them. Yeah. See, I'm it's I'm good because uh, I can eat. Pr- I can and will eat practically. Dave anything. loves all food. I do. I just love food. The thing is, like, like there are people who like perfectly happy going to McDonald's, but like if you were to give them something more fancy or like exotic or something, it would just be like, bleh, bleh. like I'm not gonna. Bleh. It's just I'm not. Or then there are the people who like the fancy exotic stuff, but they would never eat a Big Mac. Me. I'll do both. I don't care. Like, I'll eat I'll eat the, the whole spectrum of food. Yeah, I like when somebody isn't too pretentious to be like, yeah, sometimes I just want a Big Mac. Or, yeah. like, I like going to Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, I'll eat fancy, but I'll, I'll also eat Taco Bell. I love, uh, I'm a big fan. Um, <laughs> Taco Bell, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> They're uh, always love listening. Love your stuff. Love your stuff. I just imagine, like, a guy with, like, big taco ears. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, mm, and, like, there's a little yeah. bit of, like, lettuce falling out. <laughs> Well, no, see, I'm imagining it's a taco-shaped headphones, but it's one, It's like one of those CIA, like, one of those, oh. like, the movie version of the CIA, like, listening in for, like, keywords, and uh-huh. then, like, like, but he's listening for podcast keywords, and it's like, beep, 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 talk about chimichanga, like, 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 someone's talking about the new quesarita, I gotta go get that, quesarita, apparently, the way I pronounce it, being a margarita that tastes like cheese. Because I meant quesarito, but I said quesarita. Uh, That's the delicious new, cheese like, tequila. Icy lime Marita yeah. is like it's just cheese flavored. Bud Light salsa quesarita. Con, salsa con queso. Salsa con quesarita. Yeah. Mmm. Yum. Delicious. Like I feel like there's probably Clamatorita. What? It's the Clamatorita. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, Clamato might be good, but I know yeah, we're yeah. not going to try it. No, no. I don't think it's anything wrong if other people like it. Yeah. Uh, Bud Light, if you're listening. What? Is, what is Casey. happening? What is happening? This is an all-ages podcast that is very not all-ages. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. All right. Uh, Joe's getting married. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, Indian so, food. We were talking yes, about Yes, yes. So, yeah. Frazier, Martin comes back in. Yeah. He asks Martin about the date. Right. Well, because the important thing is that Maureen wanted to talk to Martin. She runs out. She's she like, out, oh, it's not important. not feeling well. But the interesting thing that I caught, it's a little, it's a little subtle thing, and I think it's important, but when Martin's talking about his, like his, because he's not feeling well, because he's eating food and all this stuff, and she says, you should try it again sometime. She doesn't say, we should try it again sometime. She says, you should try it again sometime. So, like, I feel like it's this little subtle thing. I love Indian food, by the way. Same, Yes. But, like, I just think that's a a nice little touch. Mm. Like, even if she isn't willing to do the breakup with him right now because he's feeling well, Mm -hmm. I think it's a little subtle thing, like, you should try it again. Instead of saying we, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I see what you mean. Anyway, so. Uh, Like, you should continue on with this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, all right, so I will. So then they... So then Martin goes back into the apartment. This is 
is my podcast. Move <laughs> over, you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I love this because Frasier, oh my gosh, she's so Frasier here. I love this. This is, this is so Frasier. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. And, like, he he's like, oh, so how did the, how did the day go? And yeah. he's just like, oh, was, oh, I feel awful. Yeah. It feels like my guts are ripped out. Yeah. And, like, a Frasier, of course, interprets this as, like, how crushed emotionally yeah. Martin would be. Right. Um, Martin would never talk like this. He would be like... He would be really, like, matter-of-fact right. about it. Right, like, right. oh, she broke up with me. She, He wouldn't be saying these vague terms, right, like, right. about how he feels awful. Right. Well, I mean... He might say he feels awful, yeah. but I think he would say, like, Maureen broke up with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't be like, my guts were ripped out. <laughs> right. That's As- not him. Right. Especially, like, I don't think he would say, I've never felt this bad in my life. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think, like... To, like, his son would yeah. say, like, yeah, th- I feel worse now than I did when your mother died, basically. Well, like it's a different kinds of feelings. Right. Why but, do they have to be, like, they shouldn't even be compared. The pain of somebody dying and the pain of being broken up with are totally separate. I know. I'm just saying in terms of saying I've never felt as bad in my life. I feel like he wouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love that he, like, goes in the bathroom to get, like, what is... You know, it's that chalky... It's either Maalox or, or Milk of Magnesia. I think it might be Milk of Magnesia, but I'm not sure. I've never had that. I've never had either of those. I'm glad you didn't get Pepto-Bismol, and I'll tell you why. Because uh-huh. I was the kid that always had stomach problems. Uh-huh. At a very... I don't know why. Like, that's just what it was. Uh-huh. And, like, I would have Pepto-Bismol, and it would never, never worked for me. Uh, yeah. It just made me more sick. Yeah, I've never taken Pepto-Bismol and not immediately It works for Martin worse. because he immediately goes to the kitchen and is, like, getting some pork rinds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's getting pretzels. <laughs> he is getting pretzels, yes. But, oh. uh, so Frazier starts speaking out of turn right. about... Well- yeah, yeah, because... The breakup. Yeah. Because he thinks that Martin's already revealed right. it. Right, Um, In fact, well, this is even before he goes to the kitchen. Yes. Because he's basically saying, like, you know, you it's not your fault. You know, you don't like the same food or music or movies. And she didn't bring this up, did she? Because... Right. Uh, Frazier... You gotta wait. This is such a like. Uh, this is such a good sitcom thing, and I love this. It is. I love this. I this I, to me is just like the best yeah. of Frasier. Season four is so good. It is really good. Though I will say, I feel like there's like this is a thing that's in a million sitcoms, but I feel like this is a thing that's like Frasier. Oh my gosh, like, it's this, so good. This, I love this misunderstanding. I, feel, I love this like yeah. him. Speaking out of turn yeah. and like basically saying like assuming that he something has been revealed that hasn't been revealed. Yeah, like, I lo- I love this. Yeah, and like but like Martin's just like great. Finally, yeah. I can tell Sherry. Yeah. You know, he's been trying to end it with Maureen for weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Martin, come on. Yeah, just do it, man. If you want to end things, like especially because you. I like mean, I get else. like it's hard. Like I get it's hard. Yeah. You don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Right. You can like somebody, but but recognize like, oh yeah, maybe you don't have enough in common. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, the way he's just like, I'm gonna tell Sherry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's not Martin's voice at no, all. No. It sounded but... pretty close. It was pretty close. <laughs> also, in this shot. When yes. he, like, gets so excited and he says he's going to tell Sherry and that's when he goes off to the kitchen. Yeah. That's when you see the shot where he's talking about how great this stuff is, whatever mm. it was, the milk of magnesia or whatever. Um, but in the previous shot, he walked away with it still on the table. Like, oh. the little, like, table thing behind yeah. the couch. 
he walks away with it not in his hand. Oh. And then he's holding it up in the air in the next shot, talking about how great it is. Interesting. Yeah, I just thought that was See, kind of like... good for Dave to catch <laughs> those things. I don't catch them. Yeah. Um, it, I only caught it because I was trying to figure out what it was. And so I was looking for the bottle to see if I could read it. And then I was like, it's still on the table back there. This is when Maureen, Maureen comes back yeah. and breaks up and basically saying, like, yeah. she she really needs to do this, putting it off, it's not fair. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, Martin really, I we don't like, you know, like, I don't like this because, like, she's pre- he's pretending to be really hurt. Like, yeah. he's, like, understanding, but he was like, right. you know, oh, it's sad. Yeah. And, like, basically, it goes pretty quickly. Maroon right. leaves. Right. And then, like, kiss and everything. And it ends sort of on good terms. Yeah. But Fraser, of course, is upset by this because, like, he's already been moved on for a while. Yeah. He's been wanting to break up so he can date this other woman. Right. And, um, like, I don't get the idea that he was, like, dating Sherry on the side or something. Yeah. But there's but I definitely... I feel like, like, there are flirtatious moments happening. Right, right, right. You know, Martin's whole thing is just like, well, of course I want to be sad because a woman wants to make somebody sad. Like, they want, they want to make sure, like, they matter. Like, it actually matters. Right. And I think, like, I mean, I think there's truth to that because if you, if you're dating somebody and you break up with them and they're just like, oh, yeah, okay. Right. You know, like, it seems weird unless you're both... Like talking, and you mutually just decide as friends, kind of to break right, up. Right. But if you, if someone goes to break up with you, and the the person you're talking to is just like, "Okay, see ya," it's yeah. like you're gonna be like, "Wow, you're a jerk." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe Martin milks this a little bit. Yeah. But maybe it's like for the better. Like right. I I can see like where Fraser's kind of like disgusted because he's just like, "Well, you're already emotionally moved on." Right. I think he's carrying on residual disgust about the fact that, like, the Sherry thing is already a thing mm-hmm. more than, like, him playing up the fact that, like, Martin is hurt and trying to, like, playing up being hurt, you know? Right, right. Yeah, so I think, like, it's a decent, like, I, I think Martin's doing his best to make it, like, so... So Maureen doesn't get hurt. Right. Though... So, okay, they met Sherry at McGinty's, where Maureen is always is, so, like, they're gonna go back to McGinty's. They met at McGinty's. They met, she met, he met Maureen at McGinty's the first time. I I don't know. They went on their first date at McGinty's. They clearly go there all the time. Yeah, like, that, that was a thing I wanted, I also wanted to talk about. Like, this is not the last time Maureen is going to see Martin, and he's going to see him with Sherry at McGinty's, who we later learned is a bartender there. He didn't just meet her there. She is a bartender there. There is no chance that um, that Maureen doesn't know who Sherry is mm. and isn't going to see them together at, at McGinty's later. Like, that's just, like, I don't know. That's just such a thing that, like, really, like, bothers me about this. Um, so, and- uh, the next scene is a fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> It is. But Dave's not done. I'm not done. But Dave should be done so we can just move on. We're trying well, to move on like Martin's moving on to Sherry. Well, because the reason I wanted uh, I want to stick around just for a bit, there's there are a few moments in this. There were actually a fair number of jokes in this that I did not get, and I had to look up to figure okay. out what they were. And this one here was, like, Martin, after saying the line, um, 
any dame alive would rather break a guy's heart than feel like she never made a dent in it. Um, he says, like, I may not have been to Harvard, but I've been, I have been to the College of Love, and Fraser just says, apparently, on a Spillane Fellowship. I didn't know what that meant yeah. either. So I looked it up, and I found that there is actually on, like, there's, like, a UK message board for, like, Fraser. Uh-huh. And there's a thread on there called, like, Jokes I Didn't Get, uh-huh. where people will say, what does this joke mean? And, like, other people can respond. And this is one of them. So, Mickey Spillane was a hard-boiled crime writer, and his lead character... Hard-boiled? That's how... Okay, I'm reading it from... Okay, like, I'm, okay. I'm reading the way it's written. Okay. Um, the, the message says, Mickey Spillane was a hard-boiled crime writer. His lead characters were known for the type of attitude towards women in the style that Martin was displaying. Oh. So, that's okay. why. I mean, he literally calls... talks about dames. Yeah, like, I mean, that is like a detective. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. And you know what? Martin was a detective. Right, right. So, so I'm just saying. Uh, Makes he? sense. I had no idea. Oh, shut it, you. <laughs> All right. So Can't now. Can't wait we... till my imaginary boyfriend shows up with this pizza so we can <laughs> run off together. You can come too. You can sit in the sidecar. <laughs> oh, he's got a sidecar? Yeah, obviously nice. he rides a motorcycle. Right, right, right. Of course. With a sidecar. There isn't like a dog wearing goggles in the sidecar? Well, I mean, I'll hold him. Okay. It's a pug. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> anyway, so. Or now you we... can hold him in, I mean, you can In like the pop... sidecar? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. probably a safer place. That's probably right? safer, yeah. Yeah, so we can all be happy together. My imaginary <laughs> pizza boyfriend, Tim. He's not made of pizza, though. Right, right, right. Oh, the... And then his dog, um, it Pepperoni. It to think about it. Was he made of pizza? No, he wasn't. Yeah. And then his his dog, his pug, Pepperoni. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Pepperoni. Pop-a-roni. Isn't that a thing? That is a dog snack, yes. Uh, okay, well, yeah. Pepperoni, if you... Uh-huh. Thanks for listening. And <laughs> Dave in the sidecar and, and me. Uh-huh. <laughs> me and my pizza. Uh-huh. Well, you know what you better do if you're going to do that? At least in the sidecar? Fasten your seatbelts. Yep. Because that's the next section. Do sidecars have seatbelts? Who knows? I anyway. don't know. As I've never been in one, Dave's going to find out soon. I'll find out. So, still in Fraser's apartment, but it's, uh, you know, later. It's a different day. Mm-hmm. Um, Fraser and Daphne are there. Niles shows up uh, looking for the birthday boy. Um, <laughs> so, And we find out Martin trying really hard to get ready for when uh, his new lady friend shows up. Oh, yeah. He's so psyched. So psyched, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love this because Frazier's gotten him the 12 cassette history of World War Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... Because uh... he wanted to find... We just learned about... Because we just had the episode about the painting. Yes. And he's like, I want to get him what he wants instead of what he needs. Right. And this is when Niles is like, oh, I'm giving him an Armani tux. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I like that he says it's a commendable sentiment. Like, Niles is, like, on board with getting him something that he actually wants and then immediately follows it up by saying he got an Armani Also, I like they're just like, the real thing wasn't long enough. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, so how long are these cassettes? Maybe two or three hours long? Yeah, usually probably two hours. I'm pretty sure uh, 12 cassettes. uh, (laughs) You're saying World War II was longer than 24 hours? Yeah, I I, I really am. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, But I'm not a historian. uh, (laughs) I don't think you have to be a historian (laughs) to to say that. So, uh, 
Yeah, Martin. Martin's all nervous, and it's very, very cute. It is cute. It is cute. And I love this. And yeah. so this is when we get to meet Sherry Dempsey. <laughs> yep. She's essentially, if you describe Frasier and then searched each word on, like, thesaurus.com for antonyms. Mm-hmm. And then just plugged that in, mm-hmm. you now have the character description of Sherry. Uh <laughs> Like, she's bubbly and yeah, loud. Yeah. She's wearing purples and pinks. Just I all love that she pink. says humor's, you know, like medicine. Uh-huh. And that Niall says it's just like, I guess we're in the placebo group. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She's just so. Yeah. She's, t- she's a fan of Frasier. She's, you know, she's, she's a fan not, of the show. She, well, yes, the radio show. <laughs> right, not right. Not the TV show, which we're fans uh, of. Right, right, right. It'd be weird if she was a fan of the TV show Frasier. It'd be weird, like, meta thing. <laughs> yeah. I still don't actually know what the correct term of meta is, but it's become that term. It's <laughs> yeah. meant that, like, a thing in a thing. Uh-huh. It's basically that. Um, also, she brought... <laughs> I like when she, like, she brought some bubbly... And yes. she, like, throws it at Niles, which the which fact... Which I also described her as being bubbly, but I also she is, think yeah. she she brought bubbly. She, she she calls it bubbly. Yes. It's cold duck. What is cold duck? I had duck? to look it up. It's a, it's a sparkling wine. It's a mix of red wine and champagne. Oh. So... Cause, they wouldn't like that. No, they wouldn't like that. Oh, my up. God. And, like, when they... Tr- <laughs> yeah. when they like try it like Daphne doesn't really have any right. feelings about right. it she pours it out and she thinks Sherry's fine yeah yeah and like they're just like mm. there's no they can't even fake ha- enjoying have it him, yeah they but- they stagger to the couch they are they are knocked back like they've been I- punched this in the face this is what it was like when I f- had my first sip of beer <laughs> I feel like I could not understand, maybe not my first sip, because I remember my first sip, it was at a Mexican restaurant, and my mom had ordered, my parents rarely drank, Mm -hmm. rarely, rarely, Uh, super rare. Uh, Yeah. If I haven't made that clear by saying rarely, rarely. So you're saying not very often. Not very often. Really not. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, so my mom ordered a beer and uh my dad was like oh you should have a sip of this or uh-huh. whatever you know like i was maybe like 11 or 12 right i had a little tiny sip and i was just like Bleh. like <laughs> I, I was just like why would anyone want to drink this uh-huh. and i remember like even being older and like having like a a bud light or something crappy like that yeah and being like bud light if you're Bleh. still listening oh <laughs> but yeah okay this is the thing it's like so you're Beer saying... is an acquired taste that basically I have learned to enjoy. Uh-huh. And Bud but Light a is not. Okay. That's for everybody. <laughs> the Bud Light quesaria, anybody could enjoy. It's really. That's just... top notch. That is top notch. That's top shelf stuff. <laughs> wow. I, I just I just feel like their reaction is just like how having alcohol for the first time, <laughs> yeah. but like having like beer and wine because I really feel like beer and wine is an acquired taste that you learn to enjoy after uh-huh. having a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think you just like drink it and you're like, oh yeah, this is delicious. Uh-huh. Like you kind of learn what beers you like and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I like this beer, and then you're sort of able to 
distinguish. You're like, oh, this beer is not great, but I'll drink it because uh-huh. I don't mind the taste as much anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I think th- I just think that was interesting. Yep. I remember really liking PBR because it was sort of it doesn't have a big flavor to it, and now I'm just like, this has no flavor. I'm doesn't even taste like beer to me. <laughs> I don't understand what this is. Yep. And I think I liked it because it was so like mellow. Uh huh. And now I'm like, you know, if I'm going to drink beer, I want to taste it. (laughs) It's like when I got, when I started drinking coffee and I'd be like, extra cream, extra sugar. (laughs) And now I'm just like, no, I need to taste the coffee flavor. (laughs) I need the coffee. What what the heck is this? (laughs) Just like coffee milk, which tastes delicious. I would also drink that, honestly. (laughs) But I'm, I don't know. I'm all Uh, over the place. But like, yes, I feel like the reaction is very like, no. Yeah. So... I feel like Sherry is essentially, as a person to them, cold duck. It's just like... (laughs) Yes! Just big, crazy mixes of everything. Like, there's lots going on. It doesn't quite match with them at all, but, like, it's she's there. Sherry's advice to Niles about, like, being separated... (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's like, don't mope! Yeah. The only way to get over someone is to get under someone. <laughs> uh, yep. And then we find out, which, I mean, that's funny. A lot of people say that. Yeah. But also, like, we find out the name of her perfume that Sherry's wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you write it down? I did. It was Milady's um, Boudoir. Uh, I like how they spelled it in the subtitles. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, um, but we also... But the, another important thing is, like, at this point, like, before we find out about that, like, Martin sort of ushers her away. Oh, yes. To get the review from, uh, from Frasier and Niles. And they're like, yeah, we like her. Yeah, no, her, like, Frasier's response is just, wow. Which? Uh, which means he feels the same way about Sherry that he did about T.H. Houghton's novel. Because that's what he also said to T.H. Houghton is just, wow. And then Niles follows it, follows it up with a zowie. Um, so that's pretty much it. A wowie zowie. Yeah. Um, and Martin's really happy because they kind of need to start going to Fraser's place more because she's got a fourth floor walk up and it just destroys his hip to try and walk up there. So it'll be a lot better that to take the elevator and stay at Fraser's place. So we're gonna be seeing a lot of Sherry. Though that means that like we were he, talking about he the... was willing to walk up those four flights of stairs to hear her play banjo though. Yeah, yeah, right. Like exactly. But the other thing is like playing how banjo much is difficult, t- yes. So he's talking about this and I realize now thinking about it, he's been up to Sherry's apartment a bunch of times. Well, maybe not a bunch. We don't really know. This could be the first time that they met, like, she met the family, but she, he could have been up there a few times, but we don't know how, we don't know what was happening. I, I'm saying he's been up there enough times for him to decide that, like, we That's need to have... That only takes, like, two times. We need to have more of these dates here instead of at your place. Okay, basically, they were talking for a long enough time. Uh-huh. To realize that they get along. And uh-huh. then he immediately just followed suit with the walking up the four flights. Right. But I'm saying, Maureen just broke up with him. Like, it's yesterday. Been, 
It wasn't yesterday. I think it was yesterday because they were still together and then they were talking about how Martin's birthday, it's like basically Martin's birthday and Maureen's going to break up with him. Well, I think more Maureen's uh, Martin's birthday was coming up. So I think it's been at least like a couple weeks, right? I don't know. I don't really know I don't about know. that. Um, because, oh, let's see. What okay, this is getting shady. I, yeah, it's shady. I'm saying it's a little shady is all. Well, I mean, if he was visiting with her and there was no, you know, hanky-panky going on. I'm not sure if he was visiting her without any hanky-panky going on. Saying. Well, that's, Mark knows better. Don't know if he does. I'm yes, saying he does. It, He's an old man. I'm saying from things that happened in this episode, I'm thinking there might have been some stuff oh, going on. Oh, Martin! I, I know. Come I know. on. I'm saying, I think this is happening. I I don't think this is within Martin's character. I feel like Martin wouldn't would just break up with Maureen like no uh, big right, deal. Right, right. That, that's the thing. Like if he met Sherry and realized they were more compatible. He would just be like, I'm sorry, you know, this isn't really working out, yeah. and this, and like, every, you know. Absolutely. And, and yeah, it's, it just seems silly. It does, it's, it really seems out of his character, so. But you know who seems in his character? Who? Sherry. Yes, totally. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, we can jump to the next section. No girls allowed! Yeah. So. I like that they changed the font on this. Yeah, it made it look all scrawled like like a, a, like a kid. Mm-hmm. It actually looks like something drawn by like that was like in the Simpsons or something. Something about this font make reminds me of the Simpsons. Yeah, it's that Simpsons font. It seems like something somebody would have written. I it, I don't know why, but it reminds me. I of think that. they had it. Didn't Bart have a clubhouse that said "No Girls Allowed"? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, it's been like seventeen years since I watched the Simpsons. It has been a long time since I watched the Simpsons. So I don't know. It, but anyway, so we're right back at Cafe Nervosa. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, now twice at this table where I thought they always sit. So I think this is where that starts becoming more established as a place that they sit. Over by the door. Over by the door. Because, like, I swear in my head. Yeah, it was season like, three was all about that back in right, the back. Where I said they never with sit. With the captain. Right. <laughs> right. But now, like, twice just in this episode they're Mm -hmm. at that one table over by the door okay so niles is apologizing for not coming over Mm -hmm. and fraser's just like spare me i know the reason why you didn't come over because sherry was there and she was spouting off some limericks Uh uh-huh which come on everyone enjoys a limerick (laughs) i'm sorry but everyone does (laughs) yeah but these are limericks for lovers these are dirty limericks, dirty and limericks. the only kind that there are. What are you talking about? And the only kind I enjoy. <laughs> so I, I do like. So Fraser makes a comment about how there were several about a well-traveled man fortuitously named Horatio, and it. I like how it takes Niles a few seconds, and then he's just horrified. Like he's just like doesn't really have any reaction, and then he's just. Ah, like he just makes this face that's so I good. I also think, uh, are we going to say the word that rhymes with Horatio? Well, yes, because it's even been said in this show before. I was going to say, this is the second fellatio joke on Frasier. I feel like that is a word that uh-huh. you don't hear. I know. I was saying, I was gonna, I wrote down, I don't know that I knew what this word meant when this show came out. Like, I knew about 
what it's referring to. Right, right. But I don't think I knew the word fellatio. Well, it's like people don't really say cunnilingus either. Right. It's definitely not a commonly used term. Right. Um... Like, people know sort of the dirtier versions right, of those right. things before they actually know, like, um, th- those terms. Right. Which I think is very interesting. It is interesting. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't think I knew it. And if I did, I might not have known it well enough to have gotten I what this joke very, was referring to. I was a very, like, I did not know that kind of stuff as a teen. <laughs> right. I just not, I did not understand... I mean, I wasn't super innocent and naive, naive but I kind of was. Like, uh-huh. I definitely was not exposed to certain things. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, yeah, there was definitely things I just didn't know. Yeah. And I, and that's probably something I wouldn't have, kn- I probably wouldn't have known that word either. Right, right. Um. So, then they start freaking out because... Oh my gosh. They, they say, as Niles puts it, Martin's there and he's brought uh, Sophie Tucker. So did I didn't you know. know okay. I didn't know this. Yes, this is another one I had to look up. So I had to look up um, what Cold Duck was. I had to look up who Spillane was, and I had to look up who Sophie Tucker was. So the intro. I'll just read the intro from Wikipedia. It's Ukrainian-born American singer, uh, comedian, actress, and radio personality, known for her stentorian delivery of comical and risque songs. She was one of the most popular entertainers in America during the first half of the 20th century. She was widely known by the nickname, The Last of the Red Hot Mamas. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That is great. That is a great description. Uh, I had never heard of Sophie Tucker. This is the only time I've ever heard of her. So, yes, they walk in, immediately join them. Uh Uh-huh. Of course, we find out that this isn't the kind of... Sherry's walked past this place a million yep. times and never thought to walk in. Because, yep. of course, it's probably not her kind of place that she would go in. <laughs> right. But then we find out that Sherry's going to go to the banquet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, because before that, Frasier... Like, Nile, like Frasier and Niles, before they actually sit down, are discussing how, like, something needs to happen. She's in, their, in Frasier's apartment all the time. Now she's in their, like, cafe. And they just can't stand her... And they have th- to like. This is so snobby. It is really. It really snobby. has nothing to do with them. Yeah. It's their dad dating Sherry. Like, you, okay, everyone has a friend. You don't like the person they're dating. Yeah. And like sometimes be- because that person, like the person they're dating, is abusive or like yeah. there's something like legitimately wrong. Sometimes they're just like kind of annoying, and I feel right. like Sherry's annoying. But you know what? Martin likes her, and right. and you know what? They shouldn't have. Uh, they're not allowed. I think. To say something, are they? Well, okay. I kind of get it. Like, if I, if anyone I spent a lot of time with suddenly was everywhere I went was bringing somebody that I didn't like being around, like, there would have, there might eventually be a point where I would have to say something and just be like... No, you just kind of stop hanging out with that person. Right. But, like, if I can't stop hanging out, it's, like... It's their dad who lives with Frasier. Like, they can't just stop spending time with him. They go to the bedroom. (laughs) They go to their own bedroom. Yeah, but it's Frasier's apartment. He can't just be, like, forced to stay in his bedroom for the entire duration of his... I don't know. This is what freshman year of college was for me. Yeah. You didn't own the built the room you lived in, though. I know, but I couldn't sleep in my own bedroom. Right, which is... 
a problem, and you definitely need to do something about that. Well, if you're yeah, in that I did do something. I maybe wrote something about my roommate on the internet <laughs> that she found, and then she got mad and she left. And you know what? It worked out for me because then she wasn't living with me. I'm not saying it's a proper thing to have done. Uh-huh. Right. I'm just saying it did happen. <laughs> right. And I feel badly that right. I I hurt her feelings mm-hmm. because it wasn't really coming. We didn't get along, but it's not like I hated her. Right. But I shouldn't have written the jokey kind of mean thing I had written about uh-huh. her. And uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. She moved out. <laughs> and then I got my own place for the second semester. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. <laughs> yep. They So they want to... So maybe I am saying that they should say something. It sounds no, like no, you no. are. They should write about them on their blog. <laughs> uh, Frazier should talk about this on the radio show, maybe. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good plan. That's a real good plan. I know. I have a lot of good plans. <laughs> so I learned them all from my imaginary friends. <laughs> so basically, once they decide that they're going to talk to Martin about her. Frazier Frazier's being forced to do it. Niles yeah. is like, nope, not going to yeah. do it. Because it's not his apartment that's being but invaded. But he... T- changes his tune when when uh we find out that daphne's not feeling well yep and sherry's gonna go to the banquet yep. and then fraser's like um you might want to say something now yeah it might and, be time to start working on your little speech yes. <laughs> yeah and i love that sherry's just like oh yeah i'm gonna wear a, a leopard print dress yeah, backless leopard print dress yeah and of course she's like joking um yeah 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 right but i just still like that I think that says a lot uh, about Sherry that like you could believe that that like that might happen. But even but she's saying she's obviously that's a joke is because right. there is some aspect of truth to that. Right. But the thing is like so even though it's not true, she's still planning on wearing some dancing shoes. Even when Niles says like there isn't going to be any dancing, she's basically like, "We'll see about that." Like. I have a feeling like I'm a person be... that dances all the time. Uh-huh. Once I went, and it it goes with this episode. I once was walking into an Indian restaurant uh-huh. uh, to eat at the buffet, and some music was playing on the outside. And I was doing a little a little <laughs> dance uh-huh. and I walk in, and they're gonna seat us, and they're like, "Oh, I saw your little dance outside," and I was just like mortified. <laughs> I'm like with my mom, and I'm just like, "Oh." <laughs> But it's funny because I do it. I still do this all the time. Yeah. I don't think anyone has ever said anything to me. Uh-huh. But like that time, I was very like. Now Did, I just kind of own it. Wasn't weren't you at also at that city convenience or whatever dancing to that butter? Build like, me a buttercup build, song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing a little. Yeah. And they were telling me I should get up on the counter and dance or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's weird and creepy. That it was a little creepy, yeah. But yeah, yeah. that that did happen. <laughs> Shout out City Convenience. <laughs> yep. So it's kind of an inconvenience because every time I bought milk there, it would go bad the next day. <laughs> like what? I don't know how. If the expiration date could be like four weeks away, and it's still like expired like the day after I bought it. Yep. I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with our fridge. <laughs> it could be. So, um, so then Niles basically like they like rush. Niles and Fraser rush out. Yes. And Niles basically says like, My- okay. We'll work together on talking, and Fraser's like, uh-huh. "Yeah, sure, no, absolutely. It's now it's your banquet, but I'll totally help, and won't you know? Even though you were going to abandon me, 
gotcha because that's the thing like we haven't really mentioned, mentioned it. it but like, sherry kept every time she builds up like a joke she says gotcha right 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 and uh yeah yeah i kind of love that fraser does this though yeah yeah so he's just like no it's now it's on you because i feel like if it had been fraser was going to lead and niles would help because mm-hmm. it's Fraser's apartment, then Fraser would have helped. But Niles is going to just completely abandon Fraser in this. So you know what? Fine. It's up There's to a you. reason why Fraser's the big brother. <laughs> yeah. So here we are at Fraser's apartment again. Uh huh. And Martin de- trying to decide between his videotapes, Normandy or Battle of the Bulge. Yep. So, um. um uh, Niles is pacing. Yep. And uh, Fraser comes home, and Niles well, is on. Well, yes. first, because he, because before Fraser gets home, Niles makes the comment, like, I hope you aren't going to wear those pants. Like, he tries to say the thing about Sherry yes, about yes. a banquet. And then he's just like, I just hope you aren't going to wear those pants. And Martin's just like, of course not. I'm going to wear that Avanti tux you bought me. Um, so, he says Avanti? Avanti, yeah. Cause Instead he, of Armani? It's an Armani tux, but he totally says an Avanti tux. Um, which, by the way, I looked that up. Because I was like, what's Avanti? Is there a reason why that would be funny? It's like an old luxury, like, Studebaker, like, made in Avanti. So I think it makes sense. Like, it is a fancy thing, Mm -hmm. but but not the right one. It's just, though, to me, the idea of someone knowing that something's Armani and then getting that wrong seems weird. But it's like, I wonder if, like, in the 90s would I have known Armani? I guess. Yeah, I definitely but did. I don't know if I would have. Well, I mean, I shopped at, uh, I lived in Dallas in mm-hmm. the 90s. I mean, you go to uh, North Park, which is a fancy mall. Dave's yeah. been in it. Right. They it they definitely mall. had an Armani probably in there. Yeah. Um, if not, I mean, if not, they had like Nordstrom's and like Saks Fifth Avenue and mm-hmm. definitely carries Armani probably yeah. in either one of those stores. So yeah. I feel like I definitely knew what it was. Yeah. In my uh, town, if you wanted nice clothes, you went to Fashion Bug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go to dress, dress Barn? We didn't have a Dress Barn. We, don't, we weren't good enough for a Dress Barn. We had a Fashion Bug. Uh, I shopped up Fashion Bug. Everyone I'm did. Saying, that was as nice as it got in my town. Uh, you lived in a very small town. I did. I'm, I know. That's the point that I'm making. Like, it was, like, I remember it being a big deal when we finally got a Dunkin' Donuts. Like, I did, we didn't have stores. Your life is so New England. <laughs> uh, it's yes, not it like is. we got a Starbucks. Right. No. I'm going to tell you. Your local Dunkin' Donuts has milkshakes. It does they have do milkshakes. They do not have that in Boston. No, they don't. And no, they... I feel cheated and right. scammed. Right. It, is, it feels wrong that they Excuse that me. has something. I would like to have a milkshake at Dunkin' Donuts sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I probably wouldn't get it, but like, why don't we have it and Maine has it? <laughs> right. Small town Maine. Yep. Loves milkshakes. That's yep. what they, they did a census. Well, a milkshake census. Well, because they're trying to get people to move there, and they heard that it would bring more boys to their yard, and so they're trying to increase the population. Uh, I'm just men moving there. Anyone? They're trying to get more people. So you know, you they, specifically said boys. That's what works. That's what milkshakes. Do. They don't know. They don't have a way to bring <laughs> girls to their yard. That song hasn't come uh, out yet. Uh, you know, you know what. Brings boys to your yard. What's that? 
I mean, girls. <laughs> What's that? Pizza. Pizza, really? Yeah. Really? I've yeah. heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. We've got a scheduled, you know, this has already been a pretty long episode, but I prepared for that. Yeah, I got it. I put that in there. It's still going to get here right on time. So, basically, so okay, Niles so goes off to the balcony. Fraser and, comes home. Yeah. And Martin's just like, you know, your brother can be, like, a real, like, jerk sometimes. Uh-huh. And, and Fraser's... And he's like, oh, you know, he's not, he's like, he's so worried that someone's going to be, like, embarrass him at his fancy dinner. <laughs> right. And, and... Fraser does it again. He does it again. He assumes that Niles has told him, and, you know, he's just like, hey, you know, you shouldn't be mad. He basically he's goes like, on. It's, look, to be fair, Sherry's a bit much. She's a bit much. Uh, and yeah. I just love that Niles kind of walks in during the scene and she's yeah. like, what are you talking about? That, you know, wonderful woman? Yeah. <laughs> and just like, Fraser's just like, cut the crap. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, still waiting for that spine donor. Okay, so this is another... Oh, yeah, that was a pretty funny yeah. line. So this is another kind of, like, touching episode. It, it is, like... It ends really touching and where uh, we find out, you know, like, you know, it makes me sad that you can't, like, make any effort. Right. Like, Martin's saying this and that. Yeah. You know, you know who could do this and, you know, who always found good in everyone? Your <laughs> mother. Yeah. Your mother was like that. And because... Yeah. Like, immediately, Niles and Fraser are mad because Martin doesn't, never liked Lilith and yeah. never liked Maris. Right. And, and he was like, you know what, you're right, that's, that's not fair of me, but uh-huh. also, you know who, you know, like, you should be better than that because you're, you know, who could do this, your mother could. Yeah. No, absolutely. I will say, going into this, though, uh, one thing that I found hilarious and really well acted and portrayed is when Martin, like, is like... Like, you know, I, I, he's just so mad at them because he would have expected them to make someone like he cares about feel welcome and he storms off. And I like like there's a, that moment where they're standing there stunned because mm-hmm. like they clearly like are feeling guilty. And then Frazier's just like, wait a minute. Like he like does that bellowing Frazier yell yeah. that he does. And he's like, when did you wake ever make any of the women we brought home feel welcome? And Niall's just like, oh, d- good point like he almost got away with it like yeah. i just love that like that sequence of moments because it's such a good like you think it's that moment when they've been really caught in like being the jerks in this scene but and I then mean, the thing is like, like they are still the jerks uh, sure it yeah, really has yeah. nothing to do with maybe martin was wrong in how he treated them right but really this has we're not talking about that right now we're right. talking about how they're treating sherry right. and how unfair they're being right i don't know like yeah. what do you think about this well i i think it sums up in a very like touching way yeah where we're we're talking about hester yes uh and it yeah. makes everyone kind of think about like what they've done it does yeah i mean so i don't know it is kind of interesting because i think it I like that sort of everyone realizes that they're not very good. It like they none of them have liked the people that they the others have spent the most time dating. Though I will say like Fraser tries to say that no none of them has ever dated anyone that the other two could stand the side of. And that's when Martin points out like I picked your mother. So and like it's this touching thing, but also there are lots of people that each of them has dated that everyone else liked. Like, you know, Fraser's definitely dated women that 
the other like that Niles and Martin liked. Um, Frasier obviously liked Maureen. They liked mm-hmm. they liked Elaine Morris from apart- apartment fourteen twelve. Uh, they like Niles isn't dating Daphne, but everybody knows that he's in love with her, and everybody likes Daphne. Like they definitely are able to pick women that the others like. But what's more important? It's more important to pick somebody that you like. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I just mean this sentiment. It's not uh, just yeah, their yeah. mother. It's there yeah. are. It just yeah. hasn't worked out. That's you know, true. That's or true. it hasn't worked out yet. So, um, this little end, the little credit scene. Uh-huh. Well, Are we ready to talk about that yet? Not quite yet, because also that's when Sherry shows up. She's got a last gift for Martin's birthday. The little... We don't know, maybe lingerie. We're assuming some lingerie. And, okay, it really creeps me out because Martin's like, you know, because like... Frazier and Niles are trying to be nice about it. They're trying to let... Because, like, they've decided to just be nice. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to be nice. And Frazier and Martin, like... I mean, Frazier and Niles try to even be nice when Martin says, let's go into my room and unwrap this. And I'm like, I just don't want to know that. I don't want to hear Why? that. I just don't... I don't want to hear that from my dad. Like, I know what's going on. I don't want to hear that they're going to go over to the bedroom and do this right now. While we were just, like, hanging out in the living room. I guess, like, it's... Do do we really need... I, like, I get, like, people don't want to think of their parents as sort of, like, sexual beings. Uh But, come on, that's Uh, how you exist. Let me me change that. Not my dad. Literally anyone. I would feel... If any roommate... Anyone? Any roommate, I would feel weird having Okay, you're saying anyone, but now you're saying any roommate. Right, I'm saying, if I'm living with someone, and they're basically just like... Yeah, I'm gonna go... We're gonna go bang now in the other room. Why does that matter, though? I'm just saying, I would, it's, it would be, it would, I would be uncomfortable with that. Why? I don't know, it's just like, it would be... It has nothing to do with you. I know, I'm just saying, I I know it doesn't. I mean, I just think, like, it's, I, I agree that there's sort of, like... Maybe you don't say that, but, like, does it matter when they did that and then they're really quiet and you can't hear anything? But instead they were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to play some checkers. And then they're just, like, all this moaning and, like, there's all these <laughs> bumping noises and, like, a weird light show going on. And then, like... Wow. wow. I, you, you don't Turns even out know. she just bought some lights. She just bought, like... They're just, like, watching a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean, like, it's one thing if they said later it's another thing saying it right now because i don't know why you're being a stickler you're being a word stickler i'm saying it would it would creep me out i'm just saying i don't know why you don't have to invent envision it i'm saying i don't i don't i'm not trying to explain i'm not trying to say it's rational or correct i'm saying that's how i would react Eh, in this situation eh, eh. that's how i feel about it whatever that noise was (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the little end scene where <laughs> Frasier and Niles look horrified. Uh-huh. We don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And they sort of, like, slowly pan over. And you just know that Sherry is playing her banjo. <laughs> right. But I don't know if she's really playing it. And that's why the sure, scene yeah. doesn't really have any music. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it never does. Right. But, like, to me, it just doesn't seem like she's really playing it. Yeah, I'm not sure if she really is. Maybe she is. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I was watching Fingering. Yeah, I guess I didn't really look for that. 
this time. You notice how I they know. put the milk of magnesia <laughs> I, down, I did. I but know. you can't notice like I if you're playing a banjo or not. Come on. Okay, so what I was be consistent. Okay, so what I was focused on in this scene is that they're looking horrified until Martin shakes his cane at them and then they like act all happy and clap along and stuff and then they're later shown drinking more of the like milk of magnesia or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. and then like hide it but like this is a small room with three people in it she can definitely see them looking horrified him shaking his cane the drinking of the like she can see all of this there's none of this is discreet in any way like she knows what's going on. Like, I'm just saying, like, she's looking at them while playing the banjo. Like, she knows what their reaction is to it. Yeah, I don't so, know. It's odd. It is odd. Uh, anyway, did you have anything else to say about this episode? No. Are we going to get <laughs> We've our special... We've already said quite a bit special about Special announcement? We, we are, in just a bit. So, first I'm going to do the drinks. Okay. Um, so, the drinks. Niles gets a non-fat cap. Daphne grabs a bottle of wine. Um, we're not quite sure what it is. Then there's the milk of magnesia or whatever it is. <laughs> Look, they all drink it. Don't ever drink it. We've got some cold duck and we got some Valentine's. Or a Valentine. Which even Niles drinks. Because he's so, like... Stressed. Stressed by it, by Sherry that Niles even drinks them. They happily drink the cold duck and the Valentine. I don't uh, know if they happily drink the cold duck. Well, I would say willingly drinks the cold duck and the valentine i'd say it's unwillingly but okay no callers in this episode but for our section we're listening where we respond to things people write to us in we didn't Twitter. do a poll this week we didn't do a poll this week i didn't really know what the poll i tried to think of a poll question but i couldn't think of it yeah but if we are going to do one it'll be on our twitter account at uh it's just at fraser podcast on twitter but also if you want to contact us you can write to us at fraserpod at gmail.com or on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Podcast. We got a very nice email from a listener named Cindy. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, thank you. It was really great hearing from you. It was. And uh, who said a lot of very nice things. Also, uh, I found out we found out that with her help, we have gone over the goal for the, uh, our, our first Patreon goal, for, so that we are, are now working on recording... <laughs> Figuring out how to record a cover of She's Such a Groovy Lady uh, from earlier. I, I do not think that this was actually going to be a yeah. real thing that happened. Uh-huh. So thank you, Cindy. Yes, thank but you. But also, we are trying to figure out the best way to do this. Yeah. I think uh, I think we need to find someone who like we're working on trying to find someone who can help us with a piano recording. If on, not, we might just have to sing along to a gospel version of it. <laughs> we might which, just, you know, we'll try. We'll, yeah. we'll try. We're gonna make it work. We gotta figure out how to make it work. Um, so yeah, no, I've I've started uh, reaching out to a few people to figure out how we can do that, but it's happening. It's coming. So uh, look forward to that. Look forward to that. So a um, terrible karaoke version of "She's Such a Groovy Lady." <laughs> um, I'm very excited to do that. So yes, thank you. And so if you are a Patreon supporter, you'll be able to hear that. <laughs> look forward to hearing that. Yes, uh, and. Or not. Or not. You might not look forward to it, but it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> and also, if you would also like to um, help us out and support us, you can do so at uh, patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Um, that supports everything that we create. Um, mm-hmm. This podcast. Our... We need to update Patreon. We do. Uh, a bit. We're working on some things. Yeah. 
we need some more goals some other things um but yeah that support this our our date night podcast which is thank god it's date night our you know our frequent nightly you know video game streams on twitch at, I, I'm not really sure if there's a lot of crossover between Frasier, like, uh, Toss Hells and Scrambled Egg listeners mm-hmm. and our video game stream. Yeah. But, but if there is. <laughs> um, one, thanks for, like, watching and also thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really think, like, we are not great gamers and that is really about more about like watching Dave and I like be really silly yeah. and maybe somewhat more offensive. It's definitely a little more, a little, bit, yeah. a little more mature. Yeah. But if you, uh, if you and like... by mature, we mean immature. <laughs> yes. So, you know, if you want to see us in like a different context. Yeah. Basically, if you like everything we talk about when we're not talking about Frasier, you might enjoy, you'll probably enjoy watching us just play some video games too, because uh, we talk about not the video game as much as we talk about not Frasier. True, <laughs> so, true. So, but yeah, so we're TGIF Arcade on that as well. Um, pretty much anywhere. Twitch.tv and also on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. We're in a lot of different places and uh, spread thin, but we appreciate any help and we appreciate all of you that listen. And, um, and uh, thank you again to Cindy um for your very nice email and we really enjoy anything you know any like positive nice things that people say to us reviews and everything like that we love hearing from you guys so um so thank you all anyway with that uh this has been episode 409 dad loves sherry the boys just wine and this and this is tjf arcade wishing you all good mental health Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night, Seattle! We love you! Knock, 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 knock. <laughs> yes. Oh, it must be our pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, Tim, it's been so long since I haven't seen you. <laughs> You're so much taller than I recall. <laughs> Looking good. That mustache is A+. Plus. <laughs> Loving it. Oh, yeah, my favorite pizza. <laughs> Baked potato. Probably thirty seven dollars. Thirty seven dollars. You know, it, there's a recession on the economy. Luckily, Dave's got the bill here. What? I thought I already paid. I was supposed to get a deal. Grub, imaginary Grubhub <laughs> had a coupon for like fifty percent off. Well, yeah, that's half off. It's normally uh, seventy four dollars. Whoa. <laughs> Imaginary pizza. It's, it's hard to get. Slam! <laughs> hey, we still got a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't get that motorcycle ride after all.